Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What up, Snapback fam? Rapid Reaction Pod, crazy news. Ava and I were just texting, and we saw Hopkins got traded, so we wanted to hop on a ton of tagging being done, all that stuff. So we'll dive into everything we've heard up to this point and react live on this podcast. Let's get it. Blue Wire. The Baltimore Ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. It's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A pass! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant, put the jumper. He oh, my! And the Lakers lead! Mamba out. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Seven from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what the hell did the, did Bill O'Brien just do? Bill O'Brien, I'm happy to see that they have not shut down liquor stores in Houston, Texas, because Bill O'Brien is locked in his office right now, drunk as shit, texting GMs, yo, you up, because he just traded... The best wide receiver in football, probably. I mean, you can debate him and Michael Thomas all you want, but there's an argument for both. For one of the worst contracts for a running back in David Johnson and had to take on and had to give up picks. So this is, in my mind, the worst trade in NFL history. But I also (laughs) thought about it. I also thought about it. That's a a very rapid reaction. Well, that's the point. But I also thought about it in a different way. So Bill O'Brien has, what, he take over the GM role like last, last year this time? Whatever it was. Since then, he traded God knows how many picks, I forget, for Laramie Tunsil. And now he decided to trade his best player on his team, who is paired with his franchise quarterback, which we can agree to Sean Watson. Well, maybe not you. But he has he has hints of moments where you think, okay, this guy can take us to a Super Bowl. It's not even he about that. His, hold on, hold on. He, he, trades, it's your franchise he trades his best player. Exactly. Franchise quarterback. But he trades his best player. This is actually a chess move on Bill O'Brien's part. <laughs> out of town just so nobody would want that GM job in the future. He is a genius. A I don't know about genius. that because having Deshaun Watson is pretty valuable even if How you don't think is he's he? the greatest quarterback. Deshaun Watson, I'm waiting for the tweet to load. He is about to freak out. Like, that's, like I, I believe they're good friends. They always seem to have a really good relationship. So he is going to absolutely freak out. I, the Texans move was announced first by acquiring David Johnson. I thought for whatever it was, a fifth rounder, I thought it was a pretty solid deal. They get David Johnson, who can still be a good player. He's a big-time upgrade over Duke Johnson in terms of a passing back or receiving back. Uh, but then they dropped the D-hop news. On the flip side, unbelievable move for the Cardinals. You got a franchise quarterback now. You have a top three wide receiver in the league. Larry Fitz Two. coming back. Kenyon Drake was spectacular at the end of last year in that system. I mean, the Cardinals and that division is always so just beat up. Like, everyone's always so good. And the Cardinals have been getting the burnt end of the stick lately. But now that is incredible for them. They obviously have to build that O-line and defense. But yeah, I love the move. Yeah, think about this. 
Think about this, DeAndre Hopkins in an air raid offense. So my initial thought was obviously Bill O'Brien is out of his mind. I'm watching uh, uh, Marcus Spears on ESPN right now, but he's on mute, and I just saw his hands like make an explosion out of his head. I assume that's we're we're thinking the same thing. <laughs> but the, my initial thought was this: okay, okay, Bill's drunk. That's cool. It's a Monday afternoon. Um, my second thought was, okay, maybe this is kind of good for the Eagles because I look where the Arizona Cardinals are drafting at te- at eight. And I assume that they would pick up a Jerry Judy, a C.D. Lamb, or a, a Henry Ruggs at that spot. But now they bring in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, and you think, okay, maybe they'll move and not draft one of the receivers, so one of them might be able to fall to the Eagles. But now I'm thinking, holy shit, what if they pair C.D. Lamb with DeAndre Hopkins? I mean, I didn't even mention the fact that Christian Kirk is still there, and Christian Kirk's unbelievable. So... I think that offense is going to be absolutely low. Yeah, they won't. They still won't draft a receiver, will they? I mean, I know Kingsbury loves this air raid with fourteen receivers, but no, I just they, think, I think they have so much to build the on the back end that there's right. no doubt they need that. It's it's crazy to think that Deshaun Watson, who was everyone saying is the future of the NFL, there are people out there. His weapons next year are Kenny Stills and three games a year from Will Fuller, because <laughs> we all know he won't be there. Yeah. All right, another big move. The Dolphins signed Eric Flowers, uh, three years, $30 million. LOL. That's hilarious. He's, like, literally one of the worst players in the league. Um, and then Austin Hooper sets the NFL – not NFL record. He becomes the highest-paid tight end for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I'm just reading a bunch of Twitter of te- uh, Texans slander, and it's pretty hysterical right now. But, yeah, I already see Austin Hooper – being that fancy fantasy pick that everyone reaches for in like the second or third round just because he's in the Browns offense and you're going to be hearing a lot about that hype just like we did last offseason. But, I mean, this is just completely neglecting the real issues. And it's a very Browns-esque move, right? We all knew the issues they have with their offensive line and they go out and say, screw it, let's make this guy one of the highest skilled position players at his position, paid players at his position, if not they. I'm also seeing they second round tendered Kareem Hunt and they still have no offensive line. <laughs> I, love, I love the move, though. I mean, that offense is going to be lethal. They have Hunt, Chubb, Hooper, Odell, Juice. If Baker can't get it done, I know the O-line is a problem, but, like, come on. Those weapons... How much of an upgrade... Absurd. How much of an upgrade is an Austin Hooper over a fully healthy David Njoku, though? You well, he, I mean? he wasn't healthy, but Austin Hooper was the best tight end in football, second best tight end in football last year, so it's definitely an upgrade. Njoku was solid, but it, it is definitely an upgrade. Listen to this. Between the Laramie Tunsil, Jadavion Clowney, and DeAndre Hopkins trade, the Texans receive Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, David Johnson, Jacob Martin, Barcavius Mingo, a second, a third, two fourths, and a sixth. And just for that, they had to give up Jadavion Clowney, DeAndre Hopkins, a corner named Johnson, Batamosi, Julian Davenport, two first-round picks, and a fourth. They shipped out Clowney, Hopkins, and two first-round picks. If I'm a Texans fan, I, I just don't know what to do at this point. Like, Bill O'Brien's got to go. Uh, I'm also hearing potentially Teddy Bridgewater. There's no one to fire him. He's the GM. Well, the owner can. But <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater to the Bears is a heavy, heavy rumor right now. Sir I'm reading Mitch, a bottom no, line. Real- I see this is what's going on with the internet. I just read a bottom line that says Saints and Bridgewater open to a deal. Really? Okay. Yeah. That, that would make no sense in my opinion. It would Especially be hard to imagine because they, they want to keep uh, what's his face Taysom Hill. They were yeah, going to move yeah, yeah. on to him, but he's not a quarterback. 
So I wonder how that would work out in Chicago. It does Bridgewater become the starter? Do they try and put him through a, comp- a QB competition? That would be very intriguing. Um, speaking of other big quarterback moves, the Cowboys decide to franchise tag Dak Prescott. Look, here's the deal. Dak Prescott is not a top five quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't deserve top five money. But he's a top ten winner in the NFL, and he actually is a pretty solid quarterback. He's not elite. He's not average. He's right in between that area along with some others. So they decide to pay Ezekiel Elliott, and running backs don't matter unless they're receiving back like Austin Eckler. They're going to probably pay Amari Cooper. They're going to let Byron Jones walk, and they're going to have a quarterback franchise tagged. It's absolutely asinine what Jerry Jones and that organization continues to do. Um, I want to rewind a little bit. You said Dak Prescott is a top 10 winner in the NFL. Can you please Without a doubt. on that? Without a doubt. Like, based it's not even what? close. Based, based off, off what? Based off wins since he's been in the league, he's been a a very winning quarterback. Like, just look at the numbers year in yeah, and year no, he out. He definitely he couldn't win the worst division in football last year. Yeah, he, he lost that division by one game. He played bad in one game. There's no doubt about that. But look at all the he rest. Played, he he played like, bad in one game? Huh? I'm saying he didn't he didn't get over the top in that one, but look at his past three years. He is a proven winning regular season quarterback. Top ten in the league. There's ah, no doubt regular about Regular season. Got it, got it. He's got one playoff. Well, he one. does have more playoff wins. Does Don't he playoff bring him one? up. Does he have he a playoff one? He beat Seattle two years ago. Oh, so more than Carson Wentz. Got it. All right, moving on. The Titans tagged Derrick Henry, which I don't hate because uh, Tyron Matthew was pretty upset saying that he lightened the load for Tanny in the playoffs and Tanny got paid, but you can't pay running backs unless they're receiving back also like Austin Eckler. So I don't I don't hate the move with Derrick Henry. I think Melvin Gordon, he's going to have to walk because he's not a receiving back like Austin Eckler. So that's just my opinion on the situation. Do you feel differently? I can't wrap my head around paying Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill combined $45 million. That is, that is, that is just <laughs> But that is more to do with Tannehill or Henry, actually. I mean, what's the tag on a running back? I think it's around $10.1, 10 I mean, you got to assume that Henry probably would have gotten that on the open market. The franchise tag makes no sense to me. I want to leave my job, and they can physically say, nope, you have to stay here for a year. That makes but no the, sense to me. It, it The reason it makes sense is because they literally will give you the most amount of money in the league. In, in right, your Dak's profession. getting, what, $33 which, million? Dollars? Right, which isn't like, I get you don't get that long-term stability, but like you do, the reason they say you can say is because no one can give you more because this is the max. NFL NFL Twitter is blow in terms of the players is blowing up about this Derrick Henry tag because they can't you know they're all about player empowerment and playing get players getting their yeah. money and they can't wrap their head around the fact that this guy was just the leading rusher single handedly carried them to an AFC Championship game and is getting the stiff end of a short term deal when the guy who who threw the ball sixteen times I understand he's a quarterback don't get me wrong and you have to lock those guys up whether that's Ryan Tannehill or not but they can't wrap their head around Derrick Henry getting the stiff end and like. I'm not. I would never wish injury upon anyone, but like you think about it, this guy's playing on a one-year deal. Will he show up when he was just the NFL leading rusher and risk that injury when he's set to get a long-term deal next year? All that comes into play now. The problem is who's giving him a long-term deal. You would like to think there is, but after there's no market for Melvin, I don't know how many teams out there. They've been listening to the pod. They know you don't pay. Yeah, but this is a. This is a. This is a. The NFL is a. What have you done for me? 
uh, lately league. We all know that. And Derrick Henry literally backpacked. 52 it doesn't matter. Men. But they, but yes, it is. But no running backs have gotten money since Zeke did at the beginning of last year. And I think GMs are catching up to the fact that you can't just give money away to running backs. Yeah, just just wait until Melvin Gordon signs somewhere. The He's Jets not going to get a big deal at all. Le'Veon. I I wouldn't. Be I'll so bet sure you on that. that. You think he'll get more than the tag? He'll get more than ten million a year? I do. No, no shot. No shot. Right, we'll say. I think he will. Okay. Uh, I think, more I think stuff are, coming in on I mean, Twitter. Jack, Hopkins. Jack, how can you how can you tell me that you couldn't see that happening when you're watching what Bill and Bri- Bill O'Brien is doing right in front of your face? Literally because, anything is possible. I mean, because I'm just giving you my insight and my opinion of that. He's not going right. to get more than ten million a year. I would say seven to eight at best. Uh, more Twitter info though. DeAndre Hopkins was unhappy with this contract, three years of forty million. Texans weren't going to fix it, so they trade him to the Cardinals, who will have a chance to renegotiate it. Arian Foster, who played for the Texans, also tweeted, "LOL, Bill O'Brien is drunk." Uh, moving on though. Oh, Arian, did, did he did he credit me? I said that huh? first. <laughs> When did you know, he tweet that? This pod, while we're recording, the podcast is not live. It will be live. So when did he tweet that? At what minute? Eight minutes ago. I said it first. Okay, I'm proud so, of you. So Arian Foster is hacked into our network right now. Arian, Maybe. just say what's up. Uh, uh, the Bengals franchise tag AJ Green, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, Auden Tate, um, John Ross coming back, Eifert if he ever gets healthy. Not the worst kind of set of weapons for a Bengals offense. Obviously, they need O-line and then defense help, but that's a yeah, start. No, that's, that's a, yeah, that's five wins. Six. <laughs> I don't know. The Bengals get a lot of a lot of hate, and it's because of Marvin Lewis, and like people don't like Andy Dalton, but they had a few good years where they were relevant. Yeah, they won, like, what, 10 games? Like, come on. Everyone can fall. Everyone randomly has that one year where they fall into 10 games and no one sees it coming. They went don't, to don't, the playoffs don't, multiple don't times. Say that, don't say that the Bengals get a bad rap. They are, they're notoriously one of the cheapest organizations in football. They kept one of the most average coaches around for about 10 extra years. They do not care about winning whatsoever at that organization. They just want to skate, collect a check, that being the owners, and just – coast along while owning an NFL team. I don't blame them. That's that's awesome. That's fun to do. But the rest of the league, other than the Texans, are trying to win. So that'll that'll get you five wins, six wins. Um, Matisse Thibel and Tobias Harris going back and forth on Twitter. That's pretty much all we got in terms of rapid reaction. Hopefully, I mean, the Giants tagged Leonard Williams. The Vikings tagged Anthony Harris. Uh the uh, Kirk Cousins, we did say last night we're going to be a Kirk Cousins pod. He gets a nice extension. No, you said which, that. You said that. Which, more importantly, saved them $10 million cap space. So that was a big move for them. And then the Steelers tagged Bud Dupree. Oh, final one. The Falcons released Devontae Freeman. I mean, two-time Pro Bowler. And this guy is literally, there's going to be limited market for him. He's probably going to sign for, what, three, four, five million, if that? Three. Yeah, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a good bargain, potentially. Ooh, that was, that yeah. was another incompetent move today. The Giants gave up multiple picks to go get Leonard Williams only to place a franchise tag on him. Like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's better than fun. locking it's, up Leonard Williams for multiple years. I mean, they, they dug themselves a hole that they're trying to dig out of. It's just – it's always fun to see really, really stupid moves in the NFL. And I almost forgot that there's no sports on for the past 20 minutes. There we go. All right. At least we kept everyone entertained, including yourself. Snapback fam, 
We will continue to churn out the content, we promise. Hopefully, we're going to talk to the White Mamba tonight, which we will release maybe tomorrow, maybe on Thursday. Depends if we do ranked. We will see, but much Wait, love. before we hang up, yeah. let me check Twitter because someone just wrote in my group message. Is it Bridgewater? Is it Bridgewater? Let, uh. <laughs> it is. They're working on a deal with Chicago. Um, oh my God, I, Jack! Sign me up for the open quarterback competition between Teddy No Knees, Teddy Two Gloves, <laughs> and our boy Mitch. Sign me up. Yeah, we might have to go to training camp just to check in on that. Tbh. Oh my God, that's gonna be. Wait, is it official? Let's see. I'm not seeing anything that says official yet. Is current? He's currently working on the deal, so it seems. Can we like talk any- about Twitter though? With the latest tweet, what are you? Uh, uh, top tweets first or latest tweets first? Uh, depends on the situation, but latest usually. Okay, I'm I'm actually top, but in a situation like this, I, I just feel like latest makes because it most top sense. top you don't get like the bottom of the line like beat writers that may have some information that work closely with the teams, but they don't like have the biggest following just because they're. Like, these low-level beat writers, but they do have the connections. So I try to go to latest. True. Uh, Teddy about to land in Chicago, pushing aside Mitch Trubisky and ending the worst draft decision in recent memories, taking Trubisky over Mahomes and Watson. Woof. That is tough. But oh, but so not, it's just... let's, let's throw a silver lining out there for Bears fans because they will not – if you said it's a – what have you done for me lately, League, right? And if Mitch had done that season with the Bears, the one where they double-doinked against you guys, and then he was up for a contract, they would have signed him to a full franchise quarterback deal, and they would have been stuck with him. So, The city of Chicago has Cody Parkey to thank. Right. Cody Parkey essentially saved the Bears franchise, which is ironic, but I, I think that's how we, we should go with it. I just saw a tweet about the Houston deal. It said, no one, not even the Astros saw this one coming. <laughs> <laughs> Love some good Astros hate. All right, fam, we will catch you. We don't know when, but maybe soon. Make sure you subscribe. Share with your friends if they're bored. Much love. Peace. Snapback fam for life. Peace.